0: Welcome back to the Blindsiders. I'm Ben, I'm joined here by Dylan and Brian. We're here to talk about the finale of yeah. Survivor 41. Dylan is back.
1: My return game. Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, Oh, <laughs> <Well, laughs> it's a good one to come back on, at least, you know, uh, last episode of the season, we crowned our uh, 39th technically winner uh, of Survivor. Uh, we have Erica. Is our winner of the show winning the jury vote seven to one to zero? Um, I guess we can go through before we get into the details. Just like first overall thoughts on the uh, episode, the season, Erica as a winner. Dylan.
1: So first off, glad to be back. Uh, I'm glad that we could sort out the contract disputes and get me back for the finale mm-hmm. uh, with Wiki and everything. And it's, it's really mm-hmm. great to be here. Thank you for Better Radio for. Uh, for giving me a nice uh, fee to return. First thoughts: uh, the uh, editing team, the producers should be fired because Erica absolutely did not get a winner's edit, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I think that I think that the player, I think she was, a, I think she's a, a deserving winner. Obviously, my boy Xander was pulling for him. Shocked he didn't get a single vote. I'm still trying to process that. Uh, still trying to process who voted for Deshawn. Maybe Danny. Still trying to process why Desir was like pulling heavy for for Xander, then voted for Erica. Uh, but overall, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised. I'm angry. But I'll, but in the end, I, I think for even from what we saw, I think Erica's a deserving winner. But the the edits this season were horrible. Whether it was purposeful or or not, I like I, I just. Very bad, and that that seems to kind of be the consensus around the uh the uh, interweb as well. But overall, I, I'm sad, sad survivors over. While well, at the same time, i we just said earlier, I'm a little a little happy to kind of take a break from the season's twist. But I'm shocked. I'm still I'm still shocked. Xander not getting one vote is going to uh, keep me up tonight and cause me to yell at some people and some uh, Reddit forums.
0: I think that's a, I think you're gonna be a model. The popular opinion right? Reddit from what I briefly saw, so uh, yeah. I'll get my opinion after. But Brian, what are your thoughts? You know, initial like uh knee jerk thoughts about the season finale and uh, winner.
2: Yeah, so first and foremost, uh if I were Erica in the first half of the season watching at home, I'd be like, What the fuck is this? I win and I'm not even on the show for the yeah. first half. That had to be difficult um to say the least i know it would have been difficult for me with a giant ego to to take that so it's coming out of the jungle thinking i'm about to be the star of yep. this season um and i'm not even in you know the first half of it that, that'd be very strange and then i i do wonder um you know why that was the case as dylan said maybe the editors just need to be fired i don't know um but to just like congratulate Erica, first winner in, you know, what, seven, eight seasons, uh, depending on how this it's woman, counted. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, first female winner. Did I not say that? No, you said um, first winner. First winner. Uh, all yeah. the other winners did not count uh, yeah. in the whole stretch. Pretty wild. Uh, taking my hate of the modern survivor to the next level by just disqualifying every winner. Uh, but no. Yes, obviously great for Erica. First. Female winner in a bunch of seasons, first Canadian winner and first time traveling winner. Like, what, what more can you ask for?
0: All right, I'll, hold on. I know Jeff said first Canadian winner, but not spoiled. I don't want to spoil Dylan, but mm. you know, Brian, you and I know that there was Taking one other. Take my off. Okay, uh, I I don't going to say the person, but there was another <laughs> Canadian winner of the show, <laughs> half Canadian.
2: Half Canadian. Well first yeah. first actively Canadian. First full, winner. Yeah,
0: first yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so interesting. Uh, I guess yeah. Well, technically, yeah. So um yeah, I agree uh with both of your takes. Um very, very bizarre winner story for Erica. Uh and I I have to imagine from what I've seen on social media, specifically Reddit, uh for the last like three to four weeks. I have to presume that like spoilers somehow got leaked because there was like a a point around the final eight or nine ish where everyone was just like, oh, Erica's actually got this great winners edit and she's going to win. And I thought people were memeing, (laughs) Um, but apparently those people were either spoiled or just like fucking geniuses who were able to read the edit better than me. I don't know, Um, because, yeah. As Brian said, she was in basically one episode. The entirety of the pre-merge, uh, the post-merge, or the the merge episode was sort of centered around her. But it was centered around her essentially being the consensus target and being saved by a Deus Ex Machina. Uh, and then from then on out, she was like at best like kind of marginally present in the strategy. Um, so. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting way to tell that story. Um, But going into the final Tribal Council, uh, with these three, I agree that Erica is the best out of these three in terms of gameplay. From what I was able to see, uh, I think she made the fewest mistakes. Uh, We're obviously going to talk about that uh, in particular. And I think she had... uh, the most consistent agency outside of the uh like a, from the final like 11-ish on right she had the most consistent agency of the three of them um, right so yeah it's interesting uh i definitely think that um the editors like, if, if i'm being as generous as possible decided to tell the story of the season as like why everybody who was eliminated lost like, it, like they basically told the story of why everybody but Erica lost the game rather than the story of why Erica won the game. Uh, and it was just like, oh, Erica wins by default for not screwing up. Right. Um, and we even see, like, Heather, who is the winner's number one ally for the entire season, uh, makes the final four, comes within, like, you know, okay. uh, a, a okay. rat's ball hair of being in the final trial council. Her, her 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 story is just completely non-existent. We find our we find out our first like actual personal fact about her as she's getting her torch snuffed, mm-hmm. basically. So it's just a weird. No, we, we
2: we know that she sucks at challenges. Jeff told us. That yeah, Jeff at told least us a lot times yeah. over the season. Yep.
0: even as she was winning the fire making challenge, Jeff was talking about how she sucks at challenges. Um, yeah. Very Heather, odd.
2: Normally very bad at everything. Doing quite well.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was worried. I was worried one of her only uh, uh, FaceTime we we're going to get with her uh, in this final episode it was when her and Erica went off to get water and Erica wanted to explain what happened to Sean. And the only thing we got out of uh, Heather was no comment. No, no comment. Yeah. Thank I noticed you. that too.
2: That was uh That's that how that the amazing. editors based her edit around. They were like, okay. But I, I think
1: and this is it's such a it's such a it's such a it's such a meta conversation obviously to talk about the edit yeah uh, as as opposed to the game but i, I think that that's part of the, the uh, frustrations of this season is that i don't think that there was a lot of good gameplay uh, mm-hmm. at all i think that there was a lot of good personalities but i don't think that there was really a whole lot of good gameplay so it's almost like we we're going off of we're going off of who's ahead with the edit which is like like I said, super meta, but that's really all we kind of had to go off of because there was so much poor gameplay, so much irrelevant uh, discussions. and uh, I think that that kind of like kind of summarizes this season that it' just it was it was just not not the survivor I know and love and it's uh, it's very prevalent. With that said, I think Xander should have got more than zero votes <clears> this <throat> one. It's i, I still, do i do uh think silly that mouth.
2: uh that isn't yeah i think a lot of people right now are very shocked he didn't get what any I, votes
1: i think you i think you both said it i i think uh i think erica was the only one who didn't lose it because pretty much Deshaun practically lost it last episode with his uh with his truth bomb um and I thought he was going to win back uh, some um, uh, some votes with his uh, the, with the uh, fire. I I think maybe Danny was who voted for him. I'm not entirely sure. I feel like with Danny's, I feel like Danny voted for Erica. I'm still like I, I I'm I'm gonna have to go back and look. Yeah, we, um, we
2: decided to just get to recording. Um, so if yeah, this is yeah. revealed in the like on island thing, yeah. we apologize. I'm sure everyone listening already knows who the vote was, but for
1: us, we, we're not sure. But with the, I caught I caught like five minutes of the show before, before we came on here, and um, and Xander basically said his fatal flaw, and I have to 100 agree, and I was worried about this was happening during the game too, was uh, undermining what the jury felt about Erica in her game, mm-hmm. which and also once again goes back to the edit because I think we also had that confusion, but uh, I think that was probably the end of him, um, not throw him here in fire but he also made a good point. I thought that was going to win him over votes that putting her in fire and her dominating that was just going to be another great thing for her. So in the end, I'm not like Xander got screwed. Uh, I just think he definitely deserved uh, more votes. And I think for sure uh, more votes than than Danny or Deshaun.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we definitely needed um, more, just more of Erica's story and more of what these other players felt about her other than like, she's a vague strategic threat that's yeah. all we got all season was like oh erica she's very strategic we should get rid of her i was yeah. like but why hmm. like what stood out about her yeah. we still don't know we'll never know clearly at this point but it was enough for her to win a million bucks so good for her
1: and from from the jump she was amazing at puzzles because that was really our only exposure to her the first four five six episodes was how great a puzzle she was mm-hmm. and she still she won the same amount of challenges that xander did so uh, she was she was equally as strong in that and so i, I we can't even give xander the the, the challenge beast
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh a token because they were tied so i'm now i'm not talking myself off the book. give the guy one vote uh, it's, it's gonna bug me
2: yeah hey they had to preserve uh my my continuation of picking the second place person in these reality <laughs> competition shows, Big hey, Brothers, or... Survivor 40, like, I'm just real good at nailing the person who loses a jury vote, I guess.
0: I mean, look, I, I have a vague uh, recollection of briefly considering picking Erica and then discarding her and choosing between Liana and Evie um so you know, if anything uh, i have some egg in my face there as well um but yeah, yeah.
2: and apologies in advance to whoever i pick uh, obviously i can't affect something that's already happened but maybe like through the reverse butterfly effect smashing uh, yeah, smash the hourglass. uh hourglass like mm-hmm. i somehow made this fate <laughs>
1: I, I just have to figure out who my, my Brad or Sarah is next season mm-hmm. of, like, the first three to go because that's pretty – I think, like, <laughs> I think my top three picks that I considered were, were it was Sarah who I have up taking was the second one voted out, Brad. I actually think I praised Abraham when we all said he was a dad. I said that maybe he can be, like, the dad of the group. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, then, uh, and then, obviously, uh, uh JD. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so, yeah.
2: He, he could have maybe had more success if he didn't have, like, the – you know, tribe equivalent of like the blues <laughs> like <laughs> as his children.
1: I, I, I feel like you, we're probably going to get a few. Cause like I said, bad gameplay from a lot of people, but there was good personalities. I think that we'll still see uh, a, a few people from this season back and, future seasons just based on personality. And I think JD will be one of them. Hopefully Xander, hoping mm-hmm. Xander gets a second shot.
2: Yeah. We, we had talked about that um, a little bit like Xander really good shot uh shan i think locked locked that up like, absolutely she's there we talked about wanting to see danny but in his post game press he is not interested in playing survivor again because of that twist at the merge which is entirely fair
0: yeah uh, i think he has every right
2: to feel bitter about that and then um ricard i could see as somebody i mean self-proclaimed one of the greatest survivors of all time ricard which was wild
0: yep.
2: absolutely a wild thing to say but uh, we'll get to that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess we can we can go through the episode. Uh, you know, it's it's a long one, so we won't you know we won't uh, yeah, hover too much on the scene. details. But um, uh, I guess we could talk. You know, uh, Dylan mentioned before the uh, main stuff that happened before the final five uh, immunity, other than this uh, puzzle advantage tree mail thing, uh, was this conversation. Uh, between uh, Erica and Heather, where they're starting to like kind of rebuild the bond of this uh, of this Deshawn truth bomb from the uh, from the previous trial council. Um, yeah, I uh, and I just didn't feel like this was ever relevant. <laughs> you guys, it just felt like a completely irrelevant scene that was just shown to try to extend a storyline into something that wasn't really going to pay off in any way, because they still voted together, were planning on trying to get to the end together. And because of the way the fire-making twist works out, they really didn't have any agency to like have that break in their bond matter at all. So it was kind of, kind of anticlimactic in terms of that storyline. I don't know what your feelings were about that, Dylan.
1: Agreed. I mean, I, I think the, uh, I think it didn't matter because of the way things obviously ended up shaping up with, with Xander winning uh, uh, immunity. It does seem like that Heather was much more open to trying to get Erica out than Erica was trying to get Heather out in, in the end. You know what I mean? Uh, Erica ended up having no power, but Heather, this episode and last, um, was vocal to people when she could have that Erica is a huge threat. And uh, and obviously she was right, and we knew she was right then when she was saying it then too, but I, I can't really recall any other times other than um, other than Erica basically talking to Deshaun about getting out getting rid of Heather that uh, that Heather needed to go to other people. So I agree, it ended up all being irrelevant. I I, I think it would have been much more interesting had uh, had maybe Deshaun Perhaps well actually it wouldn't have mattered. I guess it really wouldn't have mattered whether Erica or Heather won the because that person would have selected who went to fire. So yeah. It was it was just filler. Because mm-hmm. they they seemed to be best buddies at the end.
2: Yeah, and hey, you know, not not to hammer hone a point that I feel like I've done a bunch, but this is kind of, the firing challenge was fine tonight. It was very exciting even. Um but maybe the storyline has more juice if it's the final four and they're both vulnerable. And, you know, Heather is like, yo, Erica going to win. You know, like I will vote her out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't 100... understand why we put the fire making challenge in here.
1: 100... I know Jeff
2: loves it, but I do not love it.
1: It's, it's, I think part, part of the, part of that, of alliances getting down to this this boiling point is that usually this is where it falls apart. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's most of, of the things we're not yeah. seeing the du- we're not seeing the duos go together. That's super rare. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
2: Yeah, like part of like the interesting thing about making an alliance, especially like a multiple person alliance, is like you know eventually it will come down to you voting each other out. And I think the fire making challenge just gives you such a cop out to be like, oh, we'll get to the final four. Like the final three was bad enough to be like, whatever, we'll get to the final three and fight it out. But like the final, like now it's like, oh, we'll get to the final four and we'll, we'll fight it out and see what happens. It's like, that's not interesting. I don't know. I don't know how, like, I don't know what Jeff needs to hear. And I'm sure after this one being exciting, he's like never getting rid of it.
0: Well, I mean, well, two points on that for me at least. Uh, one, I, I do think that there is a pretty high likelihood, based off what people are saying, that if there wasn't a fire making twist, Xander still wins final immunity, that Erica just gets voted out here at the final four, if it's a normal vote, uh, three yeah. to one. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what even would happen then in that final three. I don't know. if I don't, Maybe Heather wins. And, Heather wins, obviously. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like
2: <laughs> Heather wins, and they probably give her the same edit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, it, it completely changes the outcome in a way that's not as interesting. And, like, while this fire-making challenge was, like, technically, you know, it was, oh, it was hype, and it was close, and it came down to the wire, uh it wasn't really for me at least very compelling to watch Mm -hmm. because it was like oh heather is winning and she's she's still winning she's gonna keep on her fire is definitely the biggest it's continued to be the biggest and then oh wait hold on oh uh, deshawn's suddenly has a fire and he won out of nowhere it's like yeah it's really kind of weird it
2: looks like Heather let up off the gas she was like i got this this is burning and she just stopped adding stuff to the fire i don't understand Mm -hmm. i also don't understand why don't why don't contestants like pre-build like a decent you know fire like a little tp TP, something something like this throwing shit on is not good that's like you saw sean literally smother his own fire like
0: yeah i i also don't know why we are what five seven seasons into this twist and there are still people at the end game who are like oh i just don't know how to make fire it's like
1: uh, what. Wait a minute! This is a regular thing that has been happening. Yes,
0: since this has happened since
2: thirty-five.
1: 95. Oh no!
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now now you can start to see why Ben and I hate the late like thirties Survivor. It's awful.
1: Did I stop at thirty-five with the 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 with the what is that the the, uh, the geeks versus the the other geek? Oh no, Gen X versus the uh, Gen X geeks versus, versus the other geeks. Geeks versus
2: yeah, that's no.
1: <laughs> Millennials versus Geeks
2: Gen X. Yes. Geeks and Freaks. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Millennials versus Gen X does have it, but it's it's a, still a good season in spite of uh, the fire making twist.
0: Well, it doesn't have the, the fire making twist. It has um, a regular coat at the Final Four, Millennials versus Gen X's.
2: Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm thinking David versus
0: Goliath. David Goliath, yes, does yeah. have it. Uh, David versus Goliath, uh, also, not to spoil, has a. Uh, uh, it's probably underestimated. Fire, fire main challenge loser. Similar to Heather, which hmm. seems to be a, a uh, you know other than the people who are like big threats to win who get taken out by fire, like a- anyone who is like kind of strategically sort of relevant, uh, who loses fire just seems to get completely buried in the edit. So that's another reason to you know not like it as well because. I feel like anybody other than the number one threat losing is just going to be, like, they have no storyline, right? Like, Heather has no storyline for the season. Uh, She plays, for what we could probably gather, is a pretty decent game, given that her and Erica made presumably most of their decisions together, and the jury thought that Erica played a good game. Uh... And then she basically kind of randomly loses because of this twist in a situation where she otherwise would have made the final travel council and potentially won the game in a normal season. So it's just weird. It's just not it's not like satisfying narratively mm-hmm. for me.
2: Yeah. It's it's just it's just bad. It's just bad. Just to bring back the final two and take get rid of the fire making and
0: well, let's see. Well, that's an even bigger discussion. Well,
2: uh, I think I'm on the part, right side of history here
0: but
1: <laughs> part of the fear now too is is 42 obviously them' filming uh, them filming 42 before they even saw the reactions to 41 and that's going be that's going be no I, I think we're going to be dealing with another you know another six months of this yes
2: uh, agreed I agree I, I expect 42 to have a very very similar like format to 41. given, like, the quick turnaround, all the, like, precautions they have to have with COVID, probably a lot of the same challenges are going to be used, and, like, a lot of similar twists. Maybe not, maybe maybe they have, like, a bigger overarching twist that's equally as terrible as uh, every twist this season, so that's something to hope for, but uh, I think it's extremely unlikely that uh, they're just going to go back to a normal season of Survivor, which I think is bad, because I've been talking to people who are, like, more casual watchers of the show. And honestly, like, I get the vibe that they're just, like, so checked out on a lot of the different twists and stuff. But they're just like, I don't know what's happening. A, lo-
1: <laughs> a lot of people, like, in my family pool, everybody was very, very excited to, to do it this year. hmm uh, I, I I got a good chunk of people in my family t- uh, to start watching again on like Paramount Plus and on Netflix, yep. and so the hype was there. And then yeah, the people that were casual either just straight up stopped watching when their when their person was voted out, or or every time they tuned in, basically talked about how much it stunk. Yeah, so I think that's fair. They're agreed. Actually- but uh, even I think even as the the quote unquote diehards, I don't put myself on your guys's tier quite yet. I won't insult you like that one day. Um, will get you there i even feel like that obviously i mean it's prevalent on this podcast people are just not happy with it it's not even just the, it's not even the outcomes not even the people that want it's just no, it's fine. a little production of the show and i think yeah. when you start having conversations about that that that's bad it's very bad
2: yeah. i was on a i was on a guest on a podcast that'll come out soon where I, when i got asked i was like uh, they were like, how do, you, how do you like season 41? And I was like, I hate it. And they were like, what? And I was like, I love the cast. I think the cast is wonderful. I just hate the show that they're on. Like, it's really bad. I don't really know how else to put it. And I fucking love Survivor. I'm not going to stop watching Survivor. I'm in way too deep at this point. It's like a core part of my personality. I feel like people who know me know that it's like my thing. So I'm in, but like... I have I have a lot of, you know, trepidations around a lot of the decision making, and it, it makes me sad that Survivor had a mini like renaissance during the, you know, more lockdown era of the of COVID. I'm not gonna say during COVID because we're we're still uh, pretty seemingly in it pretty hard. But uh, you know, when when people were binging stuff more, it had it's it had a moment, and I thought like, oh my God, this could be like the beginning of the second chapter of the show and it it is like oh they they fell flat on their
0: face yeah yeah i uh yeah i pretty much agree um
1: turn into a depressing episode
0: yeah no (laughs) i mean i came in expecting to like be like
1: i don't
0: know about this like
1: (laughs) but i also feel like we've said what's needed to be said that's kind of like also just yeah how little happened in a two-hour episode yeah, uh, that, that of something that of things that mattered, you know, right.
2: It's... Well, we can. Here's one. Um, you've seen Second Chance, Dylan. So this is perfect. Uh, Ricard pulling out the Jeremy Collins. I'm about to have a baby a little too soon. What was he doing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw Fishback's tweet as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, um. what was this? What was this? I, Jeremy I... Collins seals his win in like a very epic fashion at final two and then like the way ricard did it like almost made it feel kind of gross and very like manipulative and exploitative of his unborn child which is bad i don't know if it's shitty of me to say that but that's just how it felt to me i don't know
0: yeah it definitely felt like he was using it emotionally as like a hail mary Mm -hmm. uh to try to get xander to uh like feel bad enough about the situation to use his idol for Mm -hmm. sure I don't know if that was that was the intent. That's definitely how. <laughs> like, if that wasn't the intent, then uh, again, on the editors for making it look that way because it definitely looked that way.
1: I had forgot that he, that uh, his husband was actually pregnant. Oh, and yes. I, thought, right, I thought because I follow him on Instagram that they already had they already had the baby. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, wait a minute, I think he's lying. I was like, wait a minute, I think he's lying. And then I saw Xander I, eating it up like a, like a poor puppy dog. I was like, oh no, that's what I texted you guys. I just said, oh no. But Yeah,
2: before the Jeremy Collins, like, uh, Final Tribal Council where he, like, perfection, you know, nailed that. I always thought, like, if I went on Survivor, would I just lie and say that I have a pregnant girlfriend at home at the Final Tribal Council? Like, is that a crossing a line? I don't think yeah. so. But I also, like, don't think anyone could do it again after Jeremy did it so effectively. It's like the dead grandma lie. No one's going to – like, Todd literally – had his sister miscarry a child, and people were like, mm, "I don't know if that's true," during the family visit in China. So, like, there's there's a certain point where these things just cannot be repeated.
0: Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, and I guess we could talk about uh, Brian and I with Ricard uh, had a very up and down. Uh, relationship with our evaluation of Ricard's gameplay. So I feel like um, when he was at his highest Brian and I were the most critical and also Dylan I think at the final like 8 or 9-ish we were the most critical of his gameplay decisions and then he was in like he was kind of in a like a holding pattern uh, where it was just like him kind of sneaking by the votes and Brian and I were like oh wow, maybe we misread this and he actually made a great decision and he actually has a path to the end that we missed. Uh, And now we kind of look like idiots for like potentially buying that he had this path to the win that we missed because it turns out we were right from the start and he didn't have a path to the win that we missed. And we were correct with our initial evaluation that taking out Shan at 8 was probably incorrect for him.
2: I mean, it I don't know what one. to say. Yeah. Like, um we were right. He did it too early. um He didn't have enough runway, but he had a lot more runway than we thought. I guess is probably the best sure. way to put it. Sure. 100%. We thought he was going to careen into a ditch way earlier, but he managed to, you know, keep the plane going left and right for a little while. And we thought, oh, maybe he'll pull it off, and then still tragedy, still bad. Mm-hmm. I, but he's one of the best players ever. So,
1: I, <laughs> I, I, um, I'm actually, I, 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 I'm not as, I'm not as down on Ricard uh, for that move of getting out Shan because it, it completely decimated that alliance with with uh, Danny Liana and Deshaun. It created mm. complete chaos. That was also had a lot to do with with Shan and Liana having their own side thing, and with rumors flying around camp. So, like, oh. I won't give Ricard all that credit. He, he maybe could have did it later, but it's almost the type of, it's almost uh, easy to say that uh, in retrospect. Because if you also wait too long, where now you have maybe they end up yep. getting Erica out, they end up taking out uh, maybe Xander, some falls in there. You're now Ricard there, stuck with Leanna, Deshaun, Danny, and Shan. And so I'm not going to fault him for doing it then. But, yeah, other than winning challenges, it seems like he really he, he didn't really influence much, much after that. He, he won, either won the challenge and he couldn't be voted out, or um, he just happened to be the little one sneaking by. So I, I personally think Ricard, because he took out Shin, ends up being the strongest player of the season, for me at least because um, as much as i love xander i, I think that uh, and we said this too holds holding strong with that with that idol for too long to the point where it just became irrelevant um uh, was a flaw for him and he obviously made some mistakes at the end there with 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 erica so uh, no i'm i'm not as down on, on ricard uh, as, as you guys are but um i i think you don't take out shan there i think you, you, you shan Shan still is going to run loop. Shan, would, I think, would just switch places with Ricard and be the one there at the end that would be the most likely to win and just get voted out with Final Four mm-hmm. or Final Three.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, hey, I... I just felt like, okay, we saw this coming, and that's what happened, and, you know... I, I also
1: wasn't here to defend... Uh, to defend... To be the contrarian of the podcast, so I have to do right. so now. Sure,
0: of course. Yeah, I mean... I. Go ahead, Brian, you can finish your thought there.
2: No, yeah, I was just saying that uh it just seemed like this was the most likely outcome of his choices. Right. And yeah. when um the edit really, really, really tried to convince us that this was not gonna happen. Um, when it seems that like it was very overwhelmingly like clear that this was going to happen yeah. once we saw, you know, the outcome. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was like a one of those like double double fake out things where they're like try and like they do the fake out so sloppily that you're almost like, Wait, is this actually going to happen? Because this is like so you know like they wouldn't do it this sloppily if it was actually just a regular fake out, right? But uh yeah, no, I I stand by. I think that I think it was incorrect. Uh I think at that vote the person he needed out was Deshaun. Um Deshaun was the person who was uh, most heavily spearheading the uh, anti-Ricard sentiment at the time. Uh, I agree that taking out Erica would probably also be incorrect, and he probably would still end up in fifth place uh, in that scenario as well. Uh, but his, his out was convincing Shan that Dashaun needed to go. That still breaks up that alliance, that solidifies Shan closer to him. And then to try to get Shan out somewhere in the seven to five range, I think would have been better. And it would have given him that extra round or two he needed to get into the end game. Uh, Because I think what we see here is somebody that Brian and I critiqued for making what we considered a mistake at the time uh, as well. Erica, uh, not wanting to vote out Ricard at the final seven, uh, we thought that that was a mistake and that she wouldn't have enough runway to make the move she needed to to get to a winning endgame. And we were definitely wrong on that. She, de- she did have the vote at the final five uh, to vote him out. And that was kind of the perfect Goldilocks zone for her to make that move and still have the the pathway for herself to get to an endgame that was favorable. So I think that's just kind of like my, ultimately my my view of the decisions that ricard made and the decisions that erica made in terms of like the sequencing mm-hmm. uh, but it's like extremely extremely difficult
2: in to our make defense those... we didn't know really what erica had going on where i feel like we had way yeah, more one one confessional on that episode i believe yeah, yeah. We, we knew oh. way more what like ricard was working with where yeah. he's coming from what type of a player he is where like erica we were like we think this about erica and we got to go with that because that's all we have Mm -hmm. so back to dylan's point of a very uneven edit
1: yeah i i will say i will i mean it it seems like ricard almost had the social game to get himself at least into final four though i really really thought xander was going to play that idol on him because i thought i think that that standard I thought Xander was vulnerable and I also wanted Xander to make a big move, but that would have been a big move that would have also completely killed his any chances he had. At the least he didn't. Yeah.
2: Well let's if he does that, and then he does win final immunity. Let's we, we don't know if he would have, but let's say he does. Um, and then forces Ricard into fire against Xander and beats him. Is that a path to victory or do you think Xander's drawing dead entirely?
1: If if we're hypothetically saying that uh, that Deshaun goes in mm-hmm. in that vote instead, and it's Erica yeah. Heather and, and Xander, yeah, and and,
2: and uh, Xander kind of dictates this end game, and Xander idea, still like, still wins, I can save Ricard, and I can be the only person responsible for eliminating Ricard. Yeah, like, is that a path? Maybe. Maybe it's not. I just was like wondering if like that's the that's the meta now of this yeah like it, making that you need to win immunity and also put yourself on the line. Yeah Which is, it like, might have so been, unfair but
0: yeah it might have been a better path than the one he took for sure. But I think Xander's primary issue was that he didn't form a ton of deep relationships with the other players. Uh it seemed like there was like a small handful of people he had uh, like good relationships with, and they were people who had good relationships with a lot of people, uh, and so it wasn't like super special for them to have that with Sander. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also the decision to uh, not put Eric in the farm making challenge uh, and his reasoning for that uh, kind of solidified to the jury that he didn't have a good pulse on what was going on, uh, yeah, which he, I think he, he didn't. Really solidified also the narrative of him as somebody who didn't have a pulse on the game for the majority of the season, which I think is pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I don't know if that would have been the a changing factor in people actually respecting him or his game. Uh, I think there's a chance if at the Final Four here he does what he you know speculated he might he maybe should do, which is to Put himself in fire against Erica, and then beat Erica in fire, and then sit next to Her and Deshawn. Yeah, he
2: would have unknowingly un- like won himself the game, even yeah. though he didn't see that as something he
0: needed. Right. I think that is potentially an actual path for him to have won. Yeah. Mm. But again, this is it's so, the way the fire making twist works. It's just so counterintuitive to do. That. Like that shouldn't like you shouldn't have to. Be like the oh well you know uh, if uh, if nobody uh, nobody can do it you know the, if you want something done right do it yourself basically right
1: right although talking through it now it does, I mean it, I guess it does add it does add a a complication with the fire is that yeah there is a chance you could just completely give up your immunity say mm-hmm. hey I know I'm good at fire let me take out the next strongest player that way. At least, yeah. like, I can I, I have a better chance of guaranteeing this of, say, taking out Erica with fire than maybe Heather would or Deshaun. Mm-hmm. But also, in the end, you, you say he gives up his immunity to Heather or, or Deshaun, and Deshaun wins or Heather wins somehow, okay. even after he wins a fire challenge. Then you're like, shit, I potentially kept the person in that one yeah. list and also gave up my immunity for no reason. And here I am. I, I just, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Ben. I think mm-hmm. that he just. He did not establish the 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 relationships he needed, I mean, and the strongest relationships he had were gone very early with Tiffany and and Evie. Um, he could have built on that, but once 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 Leanna flipped, it, it and they all just went scrambling after that. I, I mean that that was just again. So maybe it wasn't necessarily in his hands, but um, should have played. Maybe should have played the should have played an idol for for Evie or someone like I, it, that's the other frustrating part now too is that i, I like i said i will not be upset of, of erica beating xander overall um but he played a good game but yeah these are the, the for sure flaws that like you said erica erica just did her best not to lose it and that but yeah this is how xander lost it and it makes sense when you go through it because a lot of this also happened with with the, the jury happened post merge um so yeah maybe people just thought his game sucked but it seems like it seems like Leanna, Leanna was was kind to him even with her great question, mm-hmm. um, the the social awareness that he kind of fumbled. Uh, yeah. I, yeah,
2: and I think he he had an opportunity for like a good answer it was like my social awareness was maneuvering myself within these power structures that I did not create and I'm not I don't have any inroads to them. I was socially aware enough to to put myself in positions to never be targeted when. I probably should have been targeted, you know, but he—he he did not. He did heard? not answer it like oh, that. Yeah, no. Oh, look. <laughs> I,
0: his straight up. His final performance was was abysmal. Uh, very, very bad. Uh, he seemed flustered at most of the questions, and um, like definitely did not really expect. I think a lot of the the pushback that came his way from the jury uh, on like a number of different issues. Uh, I will say straight up, I don't think that Xander played a particularly great game. Uh, I think that he's somebody who was essentially completely out of the loop uh, on everything up until the final eight. And then from the final eight on, he was like marginally included as like a number uh, in order for people to make their own individual moves against uh, the other power players that they saw as big threats. Uh, He clearly was never viewed as somebody who was uh, a respectable player in the game because he had an idol this entire time. He had an advantage this entire time. And as Brian said, he never, (laughs) like nobody even considered voting him out basically for the entire merge. So it was clear that he never really had the social capital to, you know, put together a win in most people's eyes um, because of that. Uh, and on top of that, the one time I think he had an opportunity to make a move, which is at the 5-5 split, uh, where he could have made the correct read that uh, him and Evie were on the backside of a 3-2 vote, he could have used his extra vote strategically there to, uh, to force out uh, probably Deshaun, uh, and uh, that could have potentially flipped the game into a situation where he would have had more agency. Uh, he chose not to do that probably because he was duped uh, more so than he uh, didn't, you know, chose to let Evie get voted out. Uh, And that's basically on him. If he has one opening to take control of the game and he gets completely played and uh, like he gets Kyle with his pants down and he loses that opportunity, it slips through his fingers. Then that's Survivor. uh, I just don't think he really had any sort of footing to win the game ever. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So that's just, that's just my thoughts, so. though.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think that's completely fair.
0: All right, um, I think we kind of, we didn't really go through much of the, the details. Is there anything we want to uh, talk yeah, about? Yeah, I think uh, I mean, this is
2: kind of a better way to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, the, the overall, the overall, especially in the finale, I think is better. Um,
2: Heather, it was never presented to us as an option that she could win, so there's not really much to say. Um, yeah. You know, I'm glad she had a good time. She seemed to enjoy it, which is, you know...
1: She made it much further than we thought she would.
2: Way further, so, so. good for her. Um, I'm sorry that she had to be the person props picked on in challenges this season, but, it, you know, it happens almost every year. Yeah. It's always someone. Um,
0: and, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I didn't expect this to have such little to talk about in terms of this finale, frankly. <laughs> Um, yeah,
2: I I will say too to harp on the fire challenge again. I don't know about you guys, but I was like, between Xander winning the final and the actual like travel council, I was pretty checked out. I was like, I don't really care, like whatever. Who like, I kind of paid attention to see like Xander. Oh, is he gonna do the Erica thing? Oh, he didn't do that even. Okay, there's nothing really to to talk about.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely odd. Uh, like, I, I can sort of understand his logic, right, uh, that he presented to the jury, which is, like, I don't want Erica to, you know, uh, to win fire and then have that additional, like, mark on her resume or whatever, but especially, like, I think, I think he just got into his head, maybe, I don't know, because, like, especially after you're watching her completely fail at fire making, um... I think there's a point there where you're like, hmm, maybe I should just take Deshaun. <laughs> uh, like, even if you don't want to do the like the, the full Monty of like, oh, I'm going to put myself in fire making and beat her myself. Like, mm-hmm. if if the assumption that you made, which was the basis of your original decision, uh, is like proven to you to be incorrect, which is he assumed that Erica was good at fire making because she went to Exile Island for like, a day and a half or whatever um then you look and you're like oh he's actually bad at fire making uh and uh now i can maybe adjust my strategy a little bit uh but no didn't do that so
2: in fairness watching the technique of all three of them practicing they all looked pretty bad at making
0: fire it, i don't understand i just don't get it like
2: no at least learn how flint and magnesium works like yeah. heather's over there chopping pieces off of her magnesium like do you think that's all going to burn from a little
0: spark like yeah, she got like a, a <laughs> like a like a pencil lead s- slab of, yeah. uh, of magnesium instead of a shaving mm. um yeah no, again, you got to get the surface area
2: there are a lot of like survivalist youtubers who will teach you how to make like the best fire with flint
0: and yeah. magnesium like look uh, me and Brian said it I think earlier in the season as well like just go down to Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever your local hardware store is you can buy Flint and Steel right uh, like you can just like you can just practice it it's it's not that hard to learn, frankly you can learn how to do it in like an afternoon um, so I will
2: say like the very yeah. first time I did that um, and like went home and tried it myself I was like I can't believe how easy this is considering yeah. how many people I've seen struggle with this on Survivor.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. It's just, there's no excuse for it. And every season it feels like I, I am looking at the end game and there's fire making and there's somebody who doesn't know how to make fire. And I'm like, why? Yeah. How?
1: I will say you do have to consider, you do have to consider the the pressure aspect though. Sure. Yeah. Being in that, especially if I'm somebody like Heather, uh, who you know, it, it doesn't seem like I've really had much exposure to this, and I know i clearly at the bottom. I would be fucking losing my mind doing that. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, rock and, and, and wood, and I like I. Yeah. I, so yeah, I agree. I mean, you gotta you gotta do your homework. It's not season one. We're season 40, 41, forty mm-hmm. one. We're going on forty two. You gotta you gotta do your homework. But I do I do think there's something to say for that pressure situation of of. Uh, uh, of just completely just forgetting everything you
2: know yeah like when i like i found out that i was doing like a backyard survivor in maine and i went and bought magnesium because like this could be important for my fake survivor game let mm. alone for a million dollars like yeah. come on guys
0: yeah i don't know i just i don't know i'm father at every season when there's somebody who just, like has not done the basic homework of learning how to make fire with flint and steel yeah. um yeah, I don't know anything else. I guess anything for the final travel council listed out to you guys.
2: Um, I no. did like the rapid, like uh, all the crew comes and changes the uh, set. That was fun. Um, right. Even though, we, like I said, we didn't watch uh, the rest of that. I did. I did enjoy. We started with a fourth wall break. Yep. We end with a fourth wall break. Yeah.
0: I'm sure you love that, Dylan. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um i will i'm I'm actually curious is there anything new from this season that you guys would keep going forward anything at all
2: new um (laughs) let me think i i think
1: that's the answer there's nothing that they even stood out for you in the season like oh i actually like that i think that that's it because like i got one i got
2: one it's not entirely new but i didn't hate keeping the three tribes till the merge. I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, instead yeah. of having a swap. So I had, I had to go deep in the bag for that one, but I pulled one out.
0: Yeah. I think I generally agree with that. It's definitely an interesting dynamic to have more than uh, two tribes heading into a merge like that, especially with no swap. Um, and uh, especially with like the more kind of modern style of gameplay, where people are uh, like care more about like threat perception than like long-term loyalty, uh, I think it works a lot better than it would in like an uh, early an earlier season theoretically. Mm-hmm. So, I agree and with I that. I
2: always love the smaller tribes because like yeah, you can get lost in tribes of ten where you can just kind of hang back. There's nowhere to hide in six people tribes, especially if you lose like one challenge. Like, it's it's really, like, turning the, the gas up a little bit on all the players, which I like.
1: I, I think you guys are going to get your, your your wish, too, with this, because it seems like Jeff is hell-bent on the shorter game, keeping the shorter game, mm. keeping the, the smaller cast. So I think that I think that something like that may be the norm. I hated it. There wasn't anything I would have kept that was new from the season that like, I didn't see in other seasons. Mm. Uh, there's, there's, there's just not. the The, the, the shared immunity... Um, I absolutely despise and hated that. Oh, that's and I, bad, I, yeah. I don't think that, that... And and now we're living it through the suit, Not to just keep uh, beating, going back to Xander's, Xander's games because he was my favorite player. Uh, he easily could have brought up social awareness of not having a fucking vote for for, for like <laughs> three or four straight tribals and still being there and not, not being taken out. He could have brought up the whole thing of Liana actively trying to take him out nonstop, had the ability to take his idol, and he was able to find out before that and defend it. So mm. but it all goes into I'm not gonna keep going in this instrument. Now I'm reliving it through my through my head. Um you know fatal flaws everywhere Ben. I
0: I, I agree. No, you're... to be clear, he, he lost his vote for one vote for the vote vote and that's it.
1: Did didn't he wasn't there wasn't there one or two more where he, he he did not have it?
0: He theoretically could have if they ever went to tribal again, but they only went to two tribal councils. Yes,
1: you're right. Exactly. That's another, that's a great point. Still yeah. could've he turned <laughs> on the jets and yeah. carried the team that's true could have used that too so yes that's another issue of his game i wouldn't keep anything i want to go back to regular survivor i i i want to go back i want to go back to 39 days too I yes
2: do. i i i do think once like things get well if th- things ever get better with covid um i do think they'll go back to 39 days because it's iconic you know it's it's
1: great jeff yeah. really sounds like he wants to keep it short oh
0: I think I the, I like that worse than the short season is just, like, the, like, I, I like the survival aspect being integrated uh, into the show, yeah. but I don't yeah. see the value in, like, going out of your way to, like, starve and torture people, basically.
1: Did I mention this
0: before. Yeah.
1: I was just, did it ever really seem like it, like, played a factor in the end, though? No. It just seems like we could say, hey, oh yeah, this... It got rained on.
0: It was hard, yeah. yeah they, they all... I mean, look, when it's equally hard for everybody, then it's not actually an advantage or a disadvantage for anybody, right? Like, it's not like right. there was a, a... Half the cast was starved and, you know... <laughs> Bring a, that back, Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> not like there's have not a have versus have not twist or like that. Like, there's no value other than, like... I guess making the contestants feel like they accomplished something more than normal, mm. and it's like, oh, you didn't do the full 39 seasons, but the 26 or the 26 full 39 days, but the 26 days you did were really, really hard, harder than normal. So like, you can kind of feel like you did a full Survivor season. Like, I feel like that's what they—that was the intention, right? Mm. It was like, let's make it shorter, but like really hard, so the cast doesn't feel kind of ripped off from the experience. Right. But like, it's just. It's not. It's not good. It's not right. good for television. I also yeah, I didn't. I
1: didn't even know Danny said that thing that you brought up too, Brian. Though that with like the twist that the, the twist of the merge he hated yeah. so much that he never wants to play Survivor again. Like that's not good.
2: No, it, no. Yeah. I mean, it's. I always say that uh, the have versus have not twist is probably the most unfair twist that Survivor did. But this is bad. This is up there. This is up there with the outcasts and like. You know the have have not twist is just like a, a twist that you cannot effectively play around. Yeah, you know, It's just and and we talked about it. I don't want to go through it again, but when the show's lying to you, I think that's like a breach of the game. You know, everybody should be able to lie to you except for Jeff Probst.
0: Yeah. No. It's um. Yeah. It's it's uh, not. No, not good, yeah. I think they at least hopefully got the takeaway that that twist was really bad from what we've heard about the reaction from the contestants at the time and then also in the postseason. Um, But I don't know if they'll take away the overall, you know, uh, the overall kind of uh, vibe of like, oh, a bajillion advantages that don't actually play a pivotal role in what's happening uh, is just not fun or interesting television mm. for the most part uh, and like the occasional instances where it works out into a flashy TV moment like with Xander you know negating uh, Liana's overpowered advantage are, are basically things that happen <laughs> completely by accident uh, because for, in that instance like Liana's advantage should have been overpowered and she horribly misplayed it uh, to the point where it wasn't and was it was able to be played around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Nothing I would really take away from the season. Pretty much all of the twists, in my opinion, were flops. Um, and, yeah. Uh, I was happy, I guess, that this Final Five twist that was hinted in the preview from last week uh, was just the individual immunity advantage, even though it, it seemed like it actually mattered and it might have played a, a role in uh, erica winning that challenge when otherwise maybe ricard would have won it uh but still like as far as like late game twists that they're going to introduce relatively harmless and, and egregious in my opinion
2: yeah and i mean we've seen you know yeah. basically they did a reward challenge and erica won it and then yeah. the reward is that we've seen like malcolm had a similar situation um in Philippines and other players have had similar situations, so I I wasn't bent out of shape about that one
0: because yeah, ricard you're...
2: had the same exact
0: opportunity to win that challenge. Yeah, yeah, and as he told us, he's the best at puzzles. Yeah, so. he's the best. Huh? Huh? Yeah,
2: I sorry I just like I was so surprised he said like, and I'm sure it was just like he got caught up in the moment and like, yeah, of course the ending of his survivor journey, but like. Just be like, yeah, I am one of the all time great players when you're finishing in fifth place is uh, interesting, to be sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, definitely definitely a choice. But, you know, I, I guess, yeah, I know, uh, you know, if, if he wants to, like, kind of feel himself on that, it's fine. I do think he played a, a very strong game, one of the stronger in the season, for yeah. sure. No, for sure. Uh, but, uh, like, it's definitely... Uh, like if I were one of the other four players uh, in that situation, it's like you're you're like talking about how oh I'm the the greatest one of the greatest players of all time, and I'm like sitting here like I'm literally about to throw you out. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what does that what does that make me? Then? <laughs> I
1: was gonna say yeah. is that the turning point where Xander just decided to not fucking not blind that in? <laughs> yeah. It's Yeah, like,
2: I'll show you. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, because that it was like also backed up by probes being like some of our best players will never win the game I don't know about you but my, i initially thought of like uh Siri and I was like okay let's let's pump the brakes here props like let's let i I say you can't consider yourself one of the best players of all time if you don't win your first season and you don't play again and also do very well mm-hmm. like again you know what I mean yeah you, I, you, go ahead. I was gonna say would you consider jeremy one of the all-time players then He He's, in my mind, he is up there um, because he consistently finishes very well. Didn't win his first one, though. He didn't win his first one, but he came back and won his second one. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if he had only played the first time and didn't, you know, come back and play one of the better winning games and a very innovative, like, strategic game, um, then, no, I would just be like, he was a decent player. He was on the jury, and, like, we've got... We've got so many of those players throughout Survivor history, but the fact that he came back and did did quite well. Like I would even I would even say um, a Kelly Wentworth, you know, she's a nobody the first time she plays. And then I did think she came back and was able to elevate herself into one of like the better, you know, players, in my opinion, of Survivor. And yeah, she didn't win, but she came back and proved it a second time,
0: Mm -hmm. you know. Even the third time, but not to spoil a And bit,
2: yeah, I don't I didn't want, yeah. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <throughout> <laughs> I didn't
0: um no, but yeah, I, I would mostly agree. I mean Jeremy was my pre game winner pick, uh ahead of San Juan Del Sur when uh you know, I, mm. uh, I remember me and Brian podcasting about San Juan Del Sur back in the day. Um, I,
2: and I have extreme hometown bias and I will own that. So like
0: I'm a huge Jeremy fan um yeah 100 um like i you know i don't want to dox myself but i like lived uh, basically across the street from the fire station that jeremy worked at. um oh, man. yeah uh so for sure obviously hometown uh uh you know uh bias there a little bit um it's not really docked myself because i didn't know not live there anymore um but um there's a
1: paper trail now and people will find for sure them. yeah
0: yeah you definitely don't can't figure out who i am by uh, just looking on the internet um but yeah i i mostly agree i think that even in after sam and Delster, people thought that that jeremy was one of the the better players that season who kind of uh caught a bad break um so yeah i don't know i yeah, think if, that
2: if ricard comes back and finishes and Fifth, sixth ish place and plays a similarly like aggressive and good game. I'll, I, I'll be like, all right, he proved it. Or even better if that. he wins. If, if he comes if, back, if, obviously, if he, if he wins, then yeah. yeah
0: he's if he comes there. back, yeah, look, like, yeah, yeah. If Ricard comes back on like second chances two mm-hmm. and Survivor 43, second chances two, Ricard comes back and wins the game, like then 100% we have a conversation about like if he's one of the greatest of all time, right? Mm-hmm. But there's there is no way that conversation is happening right now. No. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I I don't have much else to add, guys. I don't know about you. I yeah. am. I, I'll say this. Uh, you know, I've really enjoyed talking about Survivor again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have enjoyed the season as much if I didn't have you know you guys to group chat with all season and like share my complaints and share like memes and then of course record this podcast so uh, i thank you
1: both for that agreed yes for uh, bringing so me that, out of
2: retirement it's a nice added, <laughs> <love> survivor podcast <laughs> it's
1: a nice added element are our, our 18 views i appreciate those consistent like 18 mm-hmm. views or whatever it is but yeah a lot of fun um uh, i wish i wish we had a better season to kick off but now now i'm just gonna now i can go back to my regular binging uh, time with yes. survivor
2: yeah, by the by the season forty two we gotta get an updated list of the seasons you've watched so we can yep. know which ones yeah, yeah, spoil and not spoil. And I um, think maybe in the off season I might I might check out a season of Australian Survivor. Who knows? Maybe maybe a season of New Zealand Survivor. All, the, all these things are possible. Although definitely. I don't think New Zealand Survivor lasted very long, so maybe not maybe not that one. I've heard, heard South
0: Africa is very good as well. Yes, true. Sure. Um yeah. Um yeah I, yeah, I don't really have much else to say as well. Um, congratulations again to Erica. Yes, uh, definitely um, uh, a weird season uh, in terms of the the way that the storyline played out, but definitely I uh, 100% agree, and I said this, that uh, I think that she was a deserving winner out of this final three for sure. Um, so uh, I was for sure happy with the result based off of that. So. Yeah, very happy to have talked about the season. You know, despite all of its flaws, I do think there were some high points in the season. There were, I would say, maybe like three-ish solid to you know good episodes, like in my opinion. Uh, like there was like one or two that I would consider like pretty good episodes in terms of like uh, the modern, like probably like you know top twenty episodes for the last five-ish years. Uh, not that there's a ton of competition. Um, so I, I think there was a lot of good in the season that just kind of got drowned out by uh, what I would consider bad overall narrative design and bad overall production decisions in game design. So yeah.
2: do we have a do we have a guess of which uh, twist will 100% be back next season? Are we going back to to the edge of extinction for walkabouts? Do you think that's happening?
0: I think they want to keep shot in the dark. I think they will. I think that Mainland they liked it wasn't used, really
1: yeah. used effectively. Yeah.
0: I think they see it as something that has potential, and the potential wasn't realized. Even though I disagree, <laughs> <laughs> even though uh, that's
1: wrong. Although I do think yeah. shot in the dark is probably the, 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 on the lowest of what I had issues with too. Sure. So. Oh yeah, because okay. yeah. yeah, it just never. It really had. Really they had no impact. impact. It was never. That's
2: that's so sure good heard. when the best twist is. The well,
0: twist that has no impact. Again, this comes back to what I talked about on Have Not Room for Big Brother, I've talked about on, on this uh, podcast about Survivor, is like when you design a twist and the two outcomes are it's the outcomes are it does nothing or it's like really bad and frustrating for a viewer, like that's just a, a poorly designed twist. And that seems to be the majority of the twists that these CBS shows like to make for some reason. Hmm. Um, so...
2: It's always got to be a twist. I don't know why, but there does.
0: You can't just have the cast speak for themselves, even when the cast is very good. And I would say, like you know, top fifteen-ish cast uh, in terms of Survivor, in my opinion.
1: What's uh? So I guess like a, a solid way to end it though is what what is what is your guys' letter grade of this season? C minus. C-. Yep. Say, <laughs> there you go. Mine's a, mine's like a mine's a D plus, so we're pretty much wrong. We're, we're right
2: in the there. same ballpark. Uh, regardless, we're coming home with this report card, and we're not yeah. super psyched to show
1: mom and
0: dad. Yeah, I I'll think D plus is way. harsh. Yeah, I think there. Are, I think there are certainly D plus seasons. I think this is better than what I would consider a D plus season, but barely. I have to be exposed. We got yeah. yeah, we got to show you some D Yeah, you haven't. You haven't. You've seen mostly good seasons, so I think
1: this one looks even I've, worse. I think compared. I've seen almost all. All oh, pretty much all seasons I've loved. So yeah. yeah.
2: So. that's that's the trick we, we give you the good stuff early like drug dealers <laughs> once you're hooked we're like yeah oh, here's the here's the shit yeah. <laughs> you'll take it you'll like it
1: <laughs> d plus it's still passing yeah no it, you're fine you just get degrees as well i'm yeah. getting yep. into community college with that i did
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly no i mean hey the like i said the i had many of uh moments coming home from high school with report cards that looked pretty similar to this so i'm not shaming by any means this this is lived experience
0: (laughs) um yeah i guess that's pretty much it right uh anything else we did uh, i think we covered pretty much everything we wanted to uh for a finale that went you know two to two and a half hours uh we had less to say than many of the regular episodes (laughs) uh um, yeah but we so. also
2: didn't like do really really bizarre tangents about sure. old seasons this time so i think that's good we actually we stayed on
0: course yeah <laughs> we yeah, we we cut ourselves off before we got too deep mm. uh,
2: i i did have to fit in you know survivor china reference to an obscure moment but you know that's just to to be obnoxious
1: and i didn't bring up john rocker well yeah. well no, i we just didn't. did
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go um, yeah I guess uh, with that uh, we can sign off for the final time uh, this season and uh, until uh, until the premiere or I guess not the premiere but until the, the preseason podcast to cast assessment for survivor 41 uh, Dylan where can people find you online yeah so I'm still
1: DJ cleverlang on Twitter uh, f- uh, follow me there I think will see the the link in the video and uh, the good fellows at better radio and we can get everything uh, re- retweet me um i apologize for missing like five to six episodes whatever it was because uh contract negotiations were breaking down but i've returned i'm really looking forward to the next season we'll obviously we'll be doing this again uh anybody who regularly listens I, I appreciate it thank you and uh and ben and brian it's it's been great i consider you guys good friends now uh, ben more so brian and, uh, uh, yeah, it's, this was fun. Like I said, even though my D-plus season, I still had a good time discussing it with you guys. I'm a big complainer. I'm very negative. So this was actually <laughs> a lot of fun for me, even though it doesn't seem like it. Perfect podcast for you.
0: Yeah, though. that's why you
2: fit right in <laughs> on this podcast. Ben and big, I are two of the most negative Survivor big, fans Big, big whiners.
0: Big whiners, mm-hmm. for sure, about Big Brother and Survivor. hmm Yeah. Um, yeah, where can they find you?
2: You can follow me on Twitter at TheFakeBmar, that's B-M-A-R-R, and I'm almost every single weekday, anyways, posting on Wicked Good Sports. We just hit 100 subscribers there, we just finally got that custom URL, and I would love it if you subscribed to this channel so we could do the same. That'd be very exciting. Could be a Christmas present, could be a late Hanukkah present, whatever you celebrate, we would appreciate it.
0: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Ben Sharon. Uh, You can follow the main channel, Wicked Good Everything, on Twitter at WGEverything, and then on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch at Wicked Good Everything. In particular, be sure to go over to our Twitch channel and give that a follow, because Brian and I have some plans in the work. We really have to just kind of nail out the details uh, for uh, some fun stuff we want to try to do over on a Twitch channel. With, uh, with relating yes. to reality Absolutely. tv we for sure are going to try to get as many guests on as possible uh so dylan 100 percent, is getting uh going to be on the show as much as uh, as much as he wants to be um and it should be fun this is something that brian and i have been trying to get off the ground for like a year and a half at this point I'm trying and to I think, figure
2: out how to make it work yeah, yeah
0: it's it's like very logistically tricky so uh when we
2: get sued find out maybe yeah it's not entirely impossible
0: right but yeah um but other than the holidays coming up uh we have not a ton to cover uh like for in particular in the month of january we have uh, a one month
2: reprieve before right. jumping immediately back into celebrity big brother survivor big brother canada yep regular american big brother survivor again <laughs> like, yeah
0: and uh, I'm assuming the circle season four will come out and we'll uh, yes. ignore that just like we did the circle season three.
2: I'm so sorry, season three uh cats <laughs> if you you know. It just came out too soon. I wasn't ready. I wasn't mentally prepared. To cover we we season. talked about the
0: time. The overlapping of the end of Big Brother, the beginning of Survivor, and the entirety of the circle was just horrifically horrible. I think. Yeah. For us to try to cover all three at once, not not and look, he, i think that's podcast.
2: why the third season didn't have a huge impact on social media like the second season did yeah you know i did not see it nearly as like everywhere as the second season
0: was i do think it was also uh worse but that's a different <laughs> topic that we didn't get to talk about
2: oh, man.
0: um uh but yeah um that's it i guess uh this has been uh the blindsiders podcast survivor 41 is a wrap Uh, yeah we we did it it. we made it this is huge because like ben and i have
2: before like our recent like consistency with big brother like well there we were the kings of starting covering reality seasons and then never finishing it so like i'm so proud
0: Yep. We did, a, we did a preseason podcast for uh, Winners at War and then covered exactly zero episodes of the season. Yeah. So, good stuff.
1: Well, yeah, we'll be, we'll be back for Survivor with uh, uh, 42 preview. Your bubby soon. Three months. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll probably
2: get a trailer tonight, which we, of course, to watch because we're out here. And then, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be soon. We'll, we'll meet a whole new cast of uh, characters that Jeff will. Put through hell for his amusement
0: yeah and then and then like do weird kind of wide-eyed therapizing of you know all right uh <laughs> that's weird way to end that's that's uh, i think that's good that's a good way to end it bye everybody